Welcome back for another episode of Below the Dot Podcast, where we recap and review episodes of Degrassi every throwback Thursday. I am your host, Chris Sharp, and I am joined by my co-host, Terry McGregor. And this episode, we will be recapping episode 10 of season 5 called Redemption Song. I just said that from, like, memory, so I don't know if I actually got anything correct, but I think I covered everything properly. I think you got it pretty much right. I totally missed my cue. Like, there's normally a countdown, and I looked too far away for five seconds. So, <laughs> there we go. Well, um, so I will start with my one trivia question. So, you either get 100% or you fail. Oh, man. If you listened to us last week, you know that I did great. So, let's see. Yes. What cities are on Hazel's road trip? Oh, there are three. my God. Three cities Orlando. Okay, yes. okay. And if I were going to Orlando, actually, I don't, you know, I'm not going to give any more hints. <laughs> Dang, I don't remember anything else. South Carolina. No. New Orleans. No, I have no clue. <laughs> Orlando, Atlanta, and Memphis. I guess Drake got to go visit his daddy. Yeah, that has to be on purpose. That's so funny. Yeah. Dang. I was going to say, if you were going to Orlando, like, you would drive through these cities, but Memphis is off to the side for Atlanta. I want to say I had a friend who lived in Nashville, and we both met in Atlanta. I think she drove there. So I know they're not far, but it's not a straight... Actually, I guess, if you think about it, if I came down from Toronto, I might mm-hmm. come through Memphis and then go over to Atlanta and then go down to Orlando. I don't know. Y'all can let us know if I'm wrong. <laughs> That's such an interesting trip, but I can see them coming from Toronto going that way. I just remembered. So Orlando. if I give you um, well, one out of three, you got a 33.33%. Yeah, so you got a 33%. Congratulations. I tried this week. Not really, but it's fine. I I really didn't because I don't even have any tidbits, so we can literally just jump right into this episode. I'm trying to think of if there's anything I wanted to mention, but I don't think so. I think this is this is what they get this week. <laughs> you know, we're here, okay? <laughs> so, plot P of this episode, Hazel's planning a road trip with Jimmy, and I do not think this is going to go well. Guess what? It's a teen drama. It's not. <laughs> I'm, I'm already mad because Ellie interjects with her unsolicited-ass opinion, and one thing I need for Pick Me Ellie to do is to mind her business. We learned that it's been a year since the school shooting. Oh, rewind. They do. Um, I did have a content warning because they flash back to the school violence, in case mm-hmm. you are concerned about that. But anyway, so it's been a year since the incident occurred. And I'm not sure why Miss H would announce this on the morning announcements, because right. why would I want to remember? I know that we say this about a lot of things, never forget, but actually I want to forget. I want. I know that I see it. I don't know. And it's like, also, that's a blatant lie. Because, again, she follows up. I think we talked about this in the last episode. But she follows up talking about something. They have, like, a no, what is it? No tolerance? Mm-hmm. No Bully? tolerance for bullying. Yes. As, a lie. That's like, a lie. Was Tim not just getting slammed into a, a locker last week? Right. There's that. And then I feel like it's also kind of weird 
because you let Spinner back in that school, which was a decision that you made, which is fine. But that brings up some weird stuff because everybody knows what happens with that or what had happened with that. And then I know you're announcing like a mural, but why would Jimmy want to remember that either? Like you should just say that he's doing a mural. Mm -hmm. Oops. Seems triggering for a lot of people involved. I don't know why you're doing that on the announcements, but sure. But you know what? I guess if you have one school shooting in your country in, like, I don't know, Mm. 20 years, there was that one. But, yeah, I guess it would be hard to write because it doesn't happen often. So you don't really have, I guess, if you unless you consulted a U.S. school for the protocol, do you have a protocol if you don't have school shootings? Yeah, that's a good point. You probably wouldn't know what to do. So this is them just kind of winging it. So you know what? I'm not going to knock them. I'm so glad that y'all don't have school shootings so you have no idea what to do. Right. We do have school shootings, and I also don't know what to do, but I do know I have a crisis manual to follow. Anyway, not the point. (laughs) It gives, it just, yeah, anyway. So, I just thought that maybe it should have been discussed at a class-based level versus through the school announcements, but here we are. Tell me, when did Jimmy and Ellie become a we? So, I had a question for you, and I know, I want to say I know your answer, but I'm interested to see what you'll say. (laughs) Would you fight Ellie at this point? <laughs> I I tried so hard not to put that in my notes, but that is literally what I was feeling. It's just like, girl, Ellie, this is the second time that she like, not the second time, because the whole Craig and Manny thing was a little bit different, but homegirl is going to insert herself into a relationship in some way or another and try to make it a love triangle. Mm-hmm. And I clearly made the note that like I, too, would be absolutely pissed if I was finding out anything about my partner from like another girl that was not his friend prior to us meeting. You know what I mean? Like, do not try to give me information about my man. I have, like, a story of that when I was, like, in high school and dating someone. This girl, like, tried to tell me something that, like, my boyfriend at the time had said. And I remember being so pissed because, like, not you trying to break news to me about the person I'm dating. Like, who are you? Like, there's no easier way for me to want to actually throw hands than you doing something like that. And... You know I'm team. I'm not fighting for no man. But it was like, at this, it's not like, it has nothing to do with Jimmy. I don't care about that no. man. I'm mad that you're being disrespectful. Yeah, and like asking, or acting as if she has a right to be. Like, she's acting annoyed when Hazel shows up. Like, that's not Jimmy's girlfriend. Like, purposely leaving her out of conversations. Like, you're really asking for it. Like, is Hazel being passive aggressive? Yes. But... Are you contributing to that? Yes. But this also comes in where you need to tell your man to check her. Absolutely. Why are you allowing her to come in here and be disrespectful to me? I have a problem with that. In front of you. Right. So Ellie takes it upon herself to broach the subject of Jimmy's summer road trip and how that means he'll have to put the art classes on hold. Hazel pops up, ready to support her man, and Ellie gives Hazel a hate-and-ass bitch look, and it seems like Paige and Marco need some support with the project, so Hazel steps in to bring things along. Looks like this project could use a little more organization. Marco, I have a case of water in my car. Why don't you go get it? Paige, I'll wash these brushes. And Ellie, why don't you keep doing what you're doing? What Ellie's doing is pushing up on your man, girl. They are making Hazel out to be a really flat, like, character simp for Jimmy, and I don't like it. Because she's more than a little ditzy girl, and I want better for her. She's been in the background a lot this season. Yeah, and Jimmy, like, shuts down her flirting and then brings Ellie into the conversation. And I'm, like, you're right, they both disrespectful. Because I want to fight them both. 
Yeah, they actually both get the fair one because you're letting her be disrespectful and Ellie, you're being disrespectful and suddenly inserting yourself into my man's life because Craig left you for Manny. Girl. Mm -hmm. And then Ellie gets all condescending with Hazel and Hazel takes notice and walks away or one or the other. Who knows? I said she. When Hazel returns to the mural, she notices that Ellie's ass was painted into (laughs) the mural and she has finally had enough with this man. (laughs) She pours orange paint onto Jimmy, which really brings back to the day of the school shooting, just saying. Wow. See, outside, Hazel yells at Jimmy, and he tries to claim that he didn't intend for the painting to resemble Ellie. Jimmy tells Hazel that he loves her, but Ellie inspires him. Hazel said, I'm not doing this shit no more, and she breaks up with his ass, as she should. Girl, and him trying to be like, I can paint over it. It's such a man response. Like, that's not the point. Why did you paint it in the first place? Because that's what I asked you. (laughs) Right. But one thing I love is that um, I don't think Hazel and Jimmy ever get back together. Wow. They don't double back? I'm queen of the I move forward, not backwards. So I am, am opposed to ever dating exes. Like, no, we're moving forward. And I don't understand when people do it. And so I like that Hazel and Jimmy does. We're done and we're done. We're not coming back. I respect it. But yes, so now we'll move on to our plot A of the episode after a break from our sponsors. (laughs) Spinner and Darcy are still a thing as our storyline introduces Darcy trying it on a new bikini for the Friendship Club camping trip. Spinner agreed to go in the past, but now he's trying to get out of it. They leave the dressing room and Spinner runs into Jay, where they share some witty banter though it's interrupted by Darcy asking Jay if he was allowed out on parole. Good question. (laughs) It becomes clear that Darcy and Jay do not get along, rightfully so, which makes sense because Darcy is queen religion and Jay is absolutely the devil. In the next scene, Spinner is having a difficult time understanding why the preaching... Damn, is it an ant? What are you doing here? Ariana, what are you doing here? Uh -uh. Rewind. Spinner's having a different time under difficult time understanding the preaching of Friendship Club led by bitch ass Lionel. Jimmy will be painting a mural to commemorate the school's proce- progress since the school shooting, as we heard in the, the first part of the episode. Hazel made a slick comment that she didn't know that Jimmy submitted his work, and we learn alongside Hazel that Ellie encouraged and inspired Jimmy to apply. Mm mm. Miss H was in these announcements bragging about their zero tolerance for bully as we talk shit about it, and also zero tolerance policies are racist, <clears throat> and it c- continues to ignore blatant bull- bullying since adopting it. But anyway, neither here nor there. Darcy left Spinner a super sweet note in his locker, for which, bless you, little girl. That's hilarious. Craig makes a snide-ass remark, and I just think Craig has a lot of nerve to talk shit about anyone, because, bro, wasn't that you who beat up your stepdad? So, Craig just has too much going on to even say anything. (laughs) Jimmy rolls by, and Spinner has the audacity to try to congratulate him. So, of course, my question for you is, do you believe Spinner had the audacity? (laughs) Girl, absolutely. Again, I think Spinner, at this point in his life, really just needed to take the win that he could go back to school and, like, be kind of normal and let the fact go that Jimmy does not want anything to do with him. Man, and he's not wrong. Right. Especially on the like anniversary I, of the shooting. Please leave child, that man alone. Like, wow, I'm so glad you did this to me. Whew. <sighs> okay. Rewind. 
Jimmy reminds Spinner that Spinner is dead to him and he rolls away. And Spinner goes to drink coffee with Jay, who is pouring alcohol from a flask into his coffee. Jay is doing amazing, obviously. (laughs) Spinner is feeling guilty about their part in the school shooting, and Jay does what Jay does in saying that they did the world a favor since Rick died. Which is a wild take, but I'm sure a lot of people agree. Girl, one thing about Jay, he'd be so serious, too. Like, how could you so seriously say that to someone's face? That's wild. It's hard because he was abusive. He was abusive to Hazel. I don't know what this dog is talking about. Anyway, <laughs> not dog to Hazel. I meant Terry. Anyway, he was abusive to Terry, but it's just like mm. he definitely needed to go. I'm going to say that. However, yeah. he went. That is not up to me. And Spinner and Jay are still trash. So all can be true here. Yes. Two. Two. What is it? Two things can be true. I am malfunctioning tonight. Both can be true. Spinner brings up Jimmy next and Jay tells him that he's spiraling into a depression and he needs to stop while he's ahead, which broken clock twice a day. Yeah. Jay Jay tells Spinner that he needs to get his mind off of things and get away, to which Spinner agrees, and then we next see him off with Darcy for the friendship club camping trip. Spinner and Lionel are talking when Lionel shows Spinner his promise ring with his girlfriend. They promise not to have sex until marriage. I'm not religious and so I am just going to leave that there. <laughs> anyway, in this moment, I realized this boy's name is Linus, and I very intentionally left his name as Lionel in my notes and refused to change it. So Lionel. <laughs> it is 100% Linus, and I don't care that I had it wrong for the first part of this recap. <laughs> Linus justifies his decision to give up sex with old girl because he says they love each other and they love Jesus. <clears throat> Linus tells Spinner, who does not agree with his lifestyle, that relationships are more about than about sex. And, sure, cool. It's song and group time at Friendship Club when Linus decides to make things get a little spicy. He's out here zeroing in on Spinner for not asking for forgiveness for his sins, and Spinner picks up what he's throwing down, after Linus blatantly mentions Jimmy, and Spinner is pissed. He storms off, and he's followed by Darcy, who's apologizing. Apparently, she told Linus' girlfriend, and Linus' girlfriend told Linus, of course. Spinner calls Jay to pick him up so they can leave. Much to Spinner's disappointment, Jay asks to stay once he arrives because he wants to eat for a bit and flirt with all the girls. Spinner gives Jay some conditions. Beer stays in the car, one hot dog only, and keep your stuff in your pants. Jay tells Spinner, I'll pray on it. (laughs) He is, this man is the devil. So unserious. Like, that's crazy. Jay is telling some poor little girl about his dad walking out on his family, really leaning into getting some sympathy. And I kind of wondered how much of this was true because he added that his mom went to rehab, but then he starts talking about building a house in Ecuador. So that was definitely a lie. Yeah. you de- Like, the first part, believable, because, again, we know that him and Alex kind of bond over something. Wouldn't be surprised if that was one thing that they bonded over. But everything else... Sir, like you mm-hmm. can't even go to a school. Like, there's no way you're getting on a plane to go anywhere. Jay is about to get Melinda alone when Spinner steps in to block her from taking advantage of her. Jay and Spinner get into an argument because Jay feels like Spinner is changing. Darcy shows up, and I guess they decide to drink to prove to Spinner that people who love Jesus can be cool, too. <laughs> Just kidding. Darcy doesn't like beer, but she doesn't mind Jay drink- drinking either. 
Spinner leaves Jay alone with Darcy, and Jay tries to pressure Darcy into being with Spinner sexually by making Darcy feel insecure about the other girls who are pushing up on Spinner. When Spinner finds Darcy later, she appears very uncomfortable, and she basically throws herself at Spinner, but she's crying at the same time. Fortunately, Spinner is a lot of things, but sexually inappropriate and a rapist is not one of them. He realizes that Darcy is upset, and although she keeps telling him to keep going, he's like, absolutely not. Something is wrong, and this is not acceptable. He finds out that it's because Jay lied to Darcy, and he tells Jay off, and Spinner and Jay break up in this point in time. They also fight, but, like, Degrassi fights are never really that good, so, anyway. (laughs) Mr. Armstrong wasn't there to break this one up, though. Right. Spinner has a nerve to blame Jay for everything that's gone wrong in his life, and which I find rich because Spinner was a happy participant, and he was trashed before Jay, and he was trashed during, and he was kind of a little bit trashed after. That's actually a really good point. And it's funny, he when does he make that? He might have already said it, but like, you're questioning how, what does he say? Like, how have you always been this dumb? Yes. Actually, yes. Yes, yes we've all known. <laughs> We've all Everyone known. but you has known that. Like, even Alex has dropped him. And that was someone right. that was ride or die with him, too. Please. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was with y'all for the prank. Yeah. Oh, my. Again, I, she gets so cut out of that storyline when you think about it. But she played a huge part in it because the reason they were able to do it was because she was, like, vice president or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trifling. Spinner apologizes to Darcy and wins her forgiveness. He expresses that he doesn't feel worth her forgiveness or love, or Jesus' either. Darcy reassures Spinner that Darcy reassures Spinner that Jesus loves him too, and she vows to help Spinner to find Jesus and the episode ends. How beautiful. Mm, I feel I guess. like <laughs> I feel like uh, Darcy ends up being pretty good for Spinner in this moment, because I mean, if nothing else, like eventually he does need to forgive himself and like move on even if it means never getting his old friends back like you if you're still going to live this life then you really do just need to kind of learn how to process everything Mm -hmm. and move on um and someone with like someone as religious or even if she wasn't religious someone like darcy makes a lot of sense for spinner right now because one thing that we all knew from the start is that he needed to drop jay and if this is what it takes for him to do that then fine whatever it takes (laughs) right uh I was thinking that it was kind of like, you know, I agree. I think that Darcy is really good for him, religion or no religion. I think she's very mm-hmm. open. She's very welcoming. She's very forgiving. And she's also showing him how she uses certain strategies in order to help her to forgive herself and others. And he can apply that to himself. So I think I really actually like Degra- Darcy now. I think she gets annoying mm-hmm. a little bit later. She's very pick me and comp- competing and judgy. But like now when she first started she wasn't bad yeah no definitely not the way she's introduced is like okay this can be someone that's a helpful character i do pick up on the fact that she might be more competitive and more pick me she was like involved in that thing with what when Paige like broke her angle because they threw her in there but Paige um, was a bitch so i'm not even yeah. mad at her for that yeah and but then i see too like also jay shouldn't have done this but i can see how because he brought up Manny and the fact that Manny was brought up Mm -hmm. in general like she definitely has something going on there that would make her think that she should like step outside of her religion to like win Spinner back from Manny when no one is worried about Spinner girl 
Yeah, and then like, but she also comes at both Paige and Manny crazy in a couple, maybe I don't know later this season or next season or something. She comes at them, and it's like, grow up, girl. Nobody wants your man. Yeah, I believe it. I could see her being that type. So yeah, I guess my moral is that Jesus loves me. This I know. <laughs> I just Googled the song because <laughs> y'all know my I didn't know it. <laughs> My moral is Jay has absolutely always been the stupid, so. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's funny. I guess this is a good time to let the dolls know that we will be taking a break, a much-needed break refresher for the summer. And by for the summer, I just mean for a week. I believe that is August 8th, so we will be returning the following week with a new episode, which would be, what, August so August, what? we record on Tuesday, so we won't be recording yes. on Tuesday, So, which means the episode will not drop on the 10th, as, which is a throwback Thursday. Sorry, okay, just clarify that. Go. Yes, I'm over here like looking at the actual dates where we won't be talking to each other. But yes, you're right. But very unfortunately, I do return to work, which means that new content and less breaks will return back to you on August 17th. So yay! Yes. Yay for new episodes, not for returning to work. Fuck that. Boo. Very, very ghetto. Do not recommend. Yes. Uh. So we will be taking a break the week of the 10th and we will be back the week of the 17th. Yay. Anything else you want to add before I take it away? Nope. We should be good. Next on Degrassi. At the premiere of Jay and Silent Bob Go Canadian, A. Paige and Alex discover they enjoy each other's companies a lot more than they probably should. But why can't they enjoy themselves like that? You know, it's not that they probably should. Is that they probably thought they would. You know. You feel me? Anyway. <laughs> Meanwhile, Emma is on a date with her new secret boyfriend, bitch-ass Peter. She discovers that another secret couple at the premiere, Snake and Miss Ace, was going at it. But you're going to have to tune in after our break to find out what happened with that. That wraps this week's episode of Below the Dot Podcast. If you enjoyed your listen, please tell a friend to tell a friend. To hold you over between the episodes, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok under some derivative of the username Below the Dot. Also, I made a Threads account, but y'all know I'm old. So I just really did it to do it, but not to like, I did it. And now we're there. I'm never going to touch it. Yeah, me either. But maybe, maybe if I like ever watch the show again, I like to like live recap it. Mm -hmm. And y'all know I'm not doing Twitter anymore. So maybe I'll do it on the Threads account. But I got to get back to work. I got to get back to work to not do my job to get to that point. So we're not there yet. (laughs) Feel free to reach out with any questions, comments, or concerns on either of our social media accounts or email us at whateverittakes385 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back on your airways by August 17th. Whatever it takes. (laughs)